there, folks. Good morning. How are y'all doing out there? Pleasant. How about you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm just sitting here drinking ginger tea. Oh, man. Our palates don't even need to be cleansed, but don't tell anyone. No, we don't drink ginger tea here. No, that's not what we do. Around these parts, it's just a cup of mud for this guy. We talk about space exploration here. We don't drink ginger Yeah, tea. no. Yeah, we talk about... When I talk about a cup of mud, I'm more referring to uh, what we find when we, uh, you know, go to other planets and scoop it all up. Or poop in a cup. Or poop in a cup. Um, all right, so today we thought it'd be fun to let you guys in on... Uh, a little, a little bit behind the uh, the tech, the trade uh, secrets, the uh, what's your the word you hardware, not the software. No, the software is one thing. Hardware is something else entirely. Well, sometimes I use mediumware, extra mediumware. Yeah, I'm about a thirty-two waist. Mmm, forty-five bust for me. Um, That's good. So, yeah, Britt, you want to tell us a little bit about the uh, hardware? Well, why don't in, what, instead of starting off with that, let's let's talk oh. about some of okay. the so, like what what exactly is programmed into the the uh, shuttle? Okay, so the shuttle uh, in terms of the music and sonic capabilities. So it's no, it's not entirely a surprise that we're hearing music coming back from this mission because it's not like. We didn't send the ship out there uh, unequipped with uh, a device that could play music for the vegetables that we were trying to plant. It's not an iPod. It's it's certainly not an iPod. I mean, this was before the the time of uh, the late great Jobs's late great work. Um, yeah, we call it the uh, uh, auto scintillator. Auto scintillator. I well, think. That's it's it's one of many various devices used by uh, when when the when the shuttle touches down on the planet, it releases a rover onto the planet's surface. Gas and gas. <laughs> it's oh, Britt, you kill me. You kill me with these uh, jokes. I know it's hydrogen. Oh, you can't fool. It's See, a propellant to keep it down. One man's. Uh, fart is another man's uh, miserable hey, you're death. you're the one talking about the poop jokes, like the pooping in the cup. <sighs> I thought that was you. Hold up. Wait a second. Me and Britt are going to have to figure some... St- Anywho. Uh, where were we? So, there's a rover. It goes down on the planet's surface. His name is Gary. Gary is a robot rover equipped with all sorts of scintillators, flintillators, Bajellums, canaladrums, and all other sorts of uh, instruments that would prove to be helpful when trying to raise a seedling to a full-grown pod. Colony of vegetables. And what is what what is a a dozen pods? Capital. A capital. That's a capital idea. This is a new word for you. Capital. Well, capital is interesting because you need capital in order to run a successful space mission. And uh, we've learned that time and time again. We have a no-budget system. Yeah, it's we're, we're, this is really a passion project for both of us. But, you know, thankfully the Pratt Institute lets us use their uh, high-grade facilities. Sound studio. It's all fabulous and here. And the cats. Which we have one in the studio today. Yeah, there's a cat uh, hanging out. Sleeping on a chair. Snuck in here with us. But he's, you know, no harm, no foul. He's just hanging out. He might have pooped in your cup. Oh, oh, this ginger. I thought this ginger tasted a little little like hazelnut. Or a cup of mud. Like shit. I'm saying shit over the air. Can't censor this. This isn't the air. Shit. Um... Do you want to tell them a little bit about the hardware of the uh, of Gary, how how he functions? Well, we can just talk about the musical part because it's far too complicated to talk about any of the the mechanisms that keep it rolling around. Yeah, you won't get it. Yeah. 
it's so. science. Um, but what we have been, yeah, what, what have we been, what have, what have we been hearing? So the solar panels uh, collect solar, which powers the uh, A twenty four. And that feeds into a triple capacitor flux remover. What that does is it kind of creates the signals that are audible to leaves. Roots. This is this is coupled and bypassed by a 5800 28C, a uh, a small chip that was invented by National Semiconductors to perform tasks such as duplicate bypassing and biasing upgrades so this this is then streamlined into uh, 15 um, zergot diodes kind of an interesting part because it contains a little filament of hydronious minerals how many minerals do you need to power a zygot like that I don't think you're paying attention I don't think the listeners were paying attention with all that science mumbo-jumbo jargon that was pouring out of your mouth, my man. At any <laughs> rate, it gets quite a bit simpler because it's all oscillated by a crystal embedded in a triple potentiometer. Uh, and it's, it's about the size of a fist, actually. It's quite small. And those are then sent through a wire-wrapped copper anode diode that then feeds into... Uh, right into kind of like more of a sonic uh, speaker that sits at ground level. How large of a sonic speaker are we talking about here, Britt? It's about it's a three diameter sonic speaker, but it outputs about wide uh, fifty eight volts. Whew! Don't want to get your finger caught in there. No, you don't. We had uh, someone at the factory. Uh, it sparked by the uh, I wasn't making a joke volt speaker and luckily we had an eye wash station at any rate it, it can get pretty hairy down at hairy. Uh, the Pratt Institute um, so what we've been finding in these recent recordings now that you've learned all about the hardware and how it works uh, we've we've been hearing some strange stuff in the recordings lately because we're definitely recognizing some of the frequencies as being uh, tones that we programmed ourselves here back terrestrially back on planet Earth into so, Gary. So it seems they're being sampled and played back or it's somehow being changed and modified. It's it's uh, it's it's a freak. It seems like a freak, um, what did Dr. Frankenstein, people who argued with Dr. Frankenstein have to say about his work when they didn't agree with him? Is a caxident? A caxident? Like a cat accident? Cat accident. Well, uh, uh, Brendel tried to, uh, send a cat through the teleporter and the cat, uh, I'm talking about the fly now. Oh, Anywho, you know, the line between science and science fiction is already perilously thin as it is, and I'm not going to um, shrink it any more than I already have. So I liked the part in that when the, the lions saw the lion's dad in the sky. Yeah, and because he got stuck in the teleporter, so he was sort of trapped in between the two parts of the teleporter, which is open air, which can extend as high as the sky, as low as the ground. Because once you get hidden into the ground, most uh, wavelengths won't pass through material like that, whether it's cement, uh, tiling, PVC, dirt, tubes. PVC tubing is really tough stuff. Jello. Jello is, is as much as it shakes, you're not going to get through it. It actually absorbs a lot of the vibration. Flagellum. Flat? Did you say flatulence? Oh, Brit. So we're gonna play a little bit more of the recording. Yeah, that sounds like a one a capital idea. Remember, we were talking about capital being the word of the day earlier. It's a city of plants. (coughs) It's absolutely correct. He's absolutely correct. Thanks for. uh, We're gonna keep playing uh, some music for you guys. 
Don't. And, uh, you know, try and make sense of it. We can't make sense of it. It's a broadcast that we're getting from a planet.